all your dirty money. I'm your favorite monkey. Watch me go. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Sound. Today with me, I have Ida Maria. Thank you so much for joining me all the way from Norway. Uh, and you do a really cool genre, which you like to call Viking punk rock. And I want to get more <laughs> into that and into your single called Dirty Money. That's just released. Yeah, yeah. You could say it, it could be Viking punk rock. Don't you think? What do, what do you think? I think it's really cool. I mean, especially looking at some of the music videos and things like that that you've done. I mean, the, with the music itself, the punk rock definitely comes out. And I think then with the with the videos and all of that, I think the Viking element comes out even more with your image. Yeah, yeah. It's important for me to show some Viking uh, spirit, you know, and, and show where I'm from. Uh, you know, I'm part of a Norwegian rock tradition and the Norwegians are known for rocking quite hard, you know. Yeah. So it's fun. But it's I'm also working with a rocker from uh, Boston, Ryan Spraker. He's producing. So he's... Uh, He's from uh, the East Coast of of the States. That's really cool. So how do you feel like, you know, as you said, your Vikingness comes from sort of your Norwegian background. But what do you think, like what elements do you think in the music are taken from the Norwegian background of yours? Well, I think, I think maybe you have, uh, you have very strong nature here. You have very uh, heavy elements, you know, the wind, the storms, the winter is quite uh, strong here. You have a lot mm-hmm. of uh, you have a lot of like uh, challenges with the climate. You're always battling some kind of weather, and I think that that maybe translates into my music. I don't think I went for making rock music, but I think it's a, some kind of a spirit, you know. Yeah. So how how does your writing process work then? If that's not what you initially thought you would be making. Uh, basically, this song I wrote with uh, Ryan uh, Spraker, and we just was talking about my time in LA. I, I was telling some jokes and some stories about, about some parties and stuff, and and we uh, we uh, we started writing about this. Um, it was quite a fast um, process. This one, we we it was like everything was already there. So we just put it down, you know? Yeah. And uh, no, it was really, really fun. And so what do you think like some of the inspirations or whatever for the the song and the lyrics and stuff are, apart from obviously your time in LA? Yeah, well, the inspiration behind this uh, song is, it has a lot to do with uh, my experiences when I've been traveling Mm-hmm. You know, I have seen uh, seen big parts of the Western world. I've seen the propaganda industry in Hollywood. And I've seen the financial uh, districts in New York and in London. And uh, it's been an interesting uh, journey, you know. So, And I've seen things from inside and outside and different perspectives. And now I live in the north of Norway and we are battling to keep our resources here and 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 keep our right to farm in a in a sustainable way and to fish in a sustainable way and mm-hmm. you know so dirty money for me is like it's about it's about a lot of things you know and it's 
it's really up to the listener to interpret. And that's really interesting because I feel like, you know, when you come to America, I think that there's so much more materialism and consumerism that it, that exists. And you suddenly realize that back home, there might be all these problems and issues that were really close to you. And then in America, everything is just so much bigger, but also you feel sometimes very insignificant. I don't know if you felt that way as well when you were living in LA. Yeah, I think, you know... If you have uh, money, you have a certain type of power. You can use it uh, to be powerful. You can uh, use it for good power and you can use it for bad power, you know? And um, I don't know. It's interesting. I kind of feel like the money that I have worked the hardest for and worked the most honest work for, those money are the most worth to me, Mm -hmm. you know? But if there's money that came in a cheap way or in a sneaky way or something you know that's not uh, money that I will appreciate and I won't appreciate what I bought from it either great that's very fair and I think it you know it's it's really great that you have this kind of platform to then show these things like you know what what uh Norway is facing right now and to show that to your listeners as well and and share that with them Norway you know is a country that is the, the wealth right now is built off of oil petrol industry Mm-hmm. And then the second largest industry is fish. So Norway, we have a lot of wealth, but it's built on a non-sustainable resource, you know. So it's uh, that's an inter- it's an interesting country to live in. Yeah. So how how is like it different? Uh, you know, living in LA versus living in Norway. And do you feel like you know you are going to settle down in Norway now, or do you think you're going to move back once the pandemic settles down? Nor- Norwegian people are very well taken care of by their government. Yeah. You know, uh, it's completely different than from the United States, where it, you know, it's much more difficult to to live in the United States than in Norway. I would think so. You know. But how do you think it has been for you creatively since, you know, L.A. was an inspiration for this new single of yours? Do you feel that you're more inspired or less inspired? Or does it not matter where you are in the world you're inspired? No, it doesn't matter where I am exactly, but it, it matters to move around in way. Like I have, because of Corona and lockdowns, I haven't really had the opportunity to move around so much, you know. Mm-hmm. I like to gather experiences and I write about them, you know. Yeah. I, I can't sit still in front of a stone or a rock and just like <laughs> write about it. So yeah, no, but uh, I do find a lot of inspiration. I don't, I don't know, like it's kind of just depends. If you have been emptying yourself out completely creatively, you need mm-hmm. to go and find new, new inspiration maybe, or maybe you just need to rest, you know? Yeah. So maybe obviously, <laughs> obviously with the pandemic, like the for all musicians, they've had to do a little bit of a pivot in terms of how they approach the whole music scene. Cause you know, you can't really have live venues with screaming fans or anything like that happening. Uh, how do you feel that, you know, the recording or like even performing or posting and stuff like that has been different or, or how do you think that people have taken it? I, I really personally, the pandemic has made me more creative and it's mm-hmm. given me more time to like deep dive into things that I've been curious on and I haven't had time for before. And, and it's just been a very interesting uh, period, I think, creatively, you know, uh, uh, limitations can sometimes be, uh, be a very good thing for a, for, a, for a creative, you know. So, yeah, um, I've just been writing and I've been um, finishing this, this uh, EP and playing some small shows and 
just having fun, really. <laughs> that is great. No, that's yeah. good to hear uh, that you're still able to do that and play small shows and things like that, because that's really what, what you know, music is about. Is There's a kind of different feeling of just listening to some music when you're at home on your MP3 or, or whatever. And then... Oh, yeah. I've been listening. Haven't you been listening a lot more to music too, like in the pandemic? Yeah, I definitely. I, I, what is something like what are things that you've been listening to during the pandemic? What's gotten you through this time? Um, I've really been discovering like Nigerian music and Nigerian hip hop and and uh, just a lot of hip hop, a lot of soul, a lot of R and B, and yeah, just been deep diving into a lot of different things. And do you think that that's coming out also in your music now? A little bit of those elements? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm pulling in a, in a different direction. I, th- I just kind of want to remind people that, of the rock music, but I, I have some rhythm coming in, I feel. There's some polyrhythmic wandering into my picture here, you know? Cool. And it, you know, it's so great to see how artists like, change over time as well, because, you know, we constantly listen to different things. Everybody does. And I think especially like as a musician for you, that then comes out and translates in your music. And then all your listeners get to go on that journey of what you're listening to with you. Yeah. I, w- I want to take people on the journey, you know, that's what I want to do. I just have to reconnect uh, with, with my, my listeners after a long time of, of not being uh, able to release music. So, you know, this is so, it's so great for me to get this, this chance now to reconnect with people. I can't wait to take people on this journey. So you've obviously been a you know, part of the music industry for a while and like writing and, and playing for a while. How do you think that with all of this social media and everything that's coming up, you know, it, it, to some extent you feel obviously closer to your fans because you can interact with them more. But then do you feel like uh, you also find that you have lesser privacy because of that? Or do you think that it's, it's that you're able to get a good balance? Yeah, no, I'm quite conscious of, of uh, what I put out on my social media and, and stuff. Um, and I'm not so interested in it, really. I'm mostly interested in releasing music, Yeah, you know? So it's, it's, it's a way to keep in touch with people and, and make sure that uh, people get to know about the music that's coming. But um, And I like to take pictures and stuff, but I don't, I'm not so much for selfies. You know, yeah. no, I'm the same. I'm, I, you know, I like I I like to take uh, pictures of mushrooms and 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 stones and potatoes and rocks. You know, but I've I've i tried to keep my my Instagram like music and and artist related stuff. Anyways, you know, because that's you know. So, but I'm yeah. So I try to not spend feel, too much do time you on any it. Pressure from sort of the rest of the world or or how other musicians are doing things or do you not really care about that no i don't feel much pressure well i feel like it's it's a duty to keep people informed and it's my duty you know yeah. to to keep people uh, informed about the music and sometimes i need to just uh, put out some pictures and keep people's attention and yeah. tweet out some tweets you know but really i'm just there to make music you know yeah. that's what i'm all about so as as much time I can spend on, on releasing music, recording music, and then, you know, get help from the fans to spread it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, so what do you think, like, you know, as, as a female artist, how do you feel about that in the industry? Because there's not a lot of female representation always in the industry. I mean, it's getting better, but... Yeah. 
yeah, you know, it's a rough uh, road to take, you know, if you want to do it for a full-time living, you know. That's a, but uh, I don't know. I, I see that there's a big development and there's more and more women coming in, into the industry. And I think that, um, I think it's getting better. I think we get a more and more diverse uh, kind of colorful uh, picture of, of the different types of women that can be, you know, the, the representation yeah. is, is better and better. Uh, and I think that indie music and the indie scene has really done a lot, you know, and internet and just uh, free sharing of of, of uh, music and stuff like that helps to break old patterns and old rusty, uh, yeah. you know, you, patterns. Yeah, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Do you think that, like, when you write your music or when you think about the lyrics and things like that, do you think you take into account needing to you know, be this like strong woman or trying to empower like female artists or, or, you know, taking like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm kind of done with the, with the feminism thing. Like I'm, I don't consider myself as a, a feminist artist anymore, but a lot of people do yeah. consider me as such, you know, I don't think I ever considered myself that I've just was always myself and then just mm-hmm. wrote about my life, whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been actually, I've been feeling that I was uh, in a position where I was kind of forced to be uh, some kind of a one-dimensional character, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and to be like strong or tough or something like that, you know, because that kind of is an image that sells. Mm-hmm. It was like actually Iggy Pop that, that uh, told me that I don't have to be, no, but... Um, as I said, you know, yeah, I've definitely sometimes felt pressured to be some kind of a rebellious uh, character or something like that that I'm not necessarily uh, felt was me, you know. Yeah. And uh, and and that's because that is kind of like a niche within uh, within the music that uh, was uh, wanted to be filled or a hole. You know, no, but I refused to 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 fill that hole, and it was Iggy Pop that uh, kind of said to me, "You don't have to be some destructive character uh, for everybody else to yeah. to appreciate." You know, you don't have to cut yourself up on stage and stuff. You know, because he had done that, and he, yeah, yeah he he was like, you know, you you put on the brakes when it's it's uh, when you decide so. You know, yeah. So with, uh, you know, I know that in your music videos and stuff, you do like to like go full out, like all out with your sort of costume and all of those things, you know, what is the, what is the thought process behind that? And even just when you perform and your album covers and stuff like that, um, is that just like how you feel like the most you or is that just what do you think goes with the music that you're creating? Yeah, yeah. I like to play with characters and I like to play with different uh, expressions and I like to change uh, character I'm not uh, always the same uh, type of person you know I have different sides you know yeah. no but uh, I th- this entire release is um, is all, all of the photos are taken by my my good friend uh, Per Heimli and he's a famous art photographer uh, in in Norway and, and abroad and he he is also doing the video for Dirty Money. We just finished it uh, today, Ooh. and um, so the the visuals are very hand picked in this uh, 
with this release. You know, I'm very proud of what we have done. I think I'm, I have a very much of a visual brain as, as well as a musical brain. You know, <laughs> like uh, I like to play with the with visuals on stage as well, and I like to think of the stage as a canvas. You know, where you can paint colors and with music and yeah. I could definitely tell that from you know seeing it. I could definitely tell how much passion you had for doing that, like putting on the whole show. Because uh, there's some artists who just like to do the simple, you know, guitar and this audience. And then there's some artists who really perform. And and they're both, you know, equally great at what they do. But there's obviously a much more visual aspect to the ones who, who put on the whole performance. And I think it's really cool. It's really fun to watch. It's really, it's really yeah, it's good. That's good. Yeah. No, I think a concert has to be an experience. You know, it's vibrations. It's electricity. It's uh, it's so much power. You know, and yeah. I always uh, thought it was the most exciting thing when I was like sneaking into concerts when I was seventeen, and and you know, rock music just hit me. It was just like, wow, you know, this is so cool. And I wanted to be like them, you know. And, and I was this girl, you know, like, yeah. how could I get in with this? Uh, it was like a boys club, you know. What's the coolest thing you've done at a live performance? Or what is something that you've seen somebody do and you're like, I have to do that? Well, I saw I saw uh, MIA. Uh, she brought up uh, people on stage in London or New York or somewhere. I don't remember. And it was just this wild party, you know, and I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. But I thought she was so brave to mm-hmm. take all the people up that she didn't yeah. know. Like maybe what if someone was drunk and crazy, you know, mm-hmm. but then I started doing it myself. And I, it was the most amazing experience because I got the energy from the people that had been down rocking and they came up on stage and everybody was dancing, but we broke a lot of venues like we broke them in half you know in another wow. mo- motorcycle yeah the, so we we had to start to learn to take precautions and and uh, warn the guards on the festivals you know like we're coming with we're gonna invite people on the last song can you help them up you know or where are they going to go down? You know, so you had to start to plan these things because we realized that people get so excited. Yeah. Things get broken, you know. I went <laughs> to a concert uh, in the UK yeah. where like the the band was uh, in the middle of the show would be like, okay, now throw your beers. And then everyone would just throw their beers. Oh my God, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was crazy. But it was like, you know, when you have that kind of energy, it's, it's just... Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's, you know, it's easy that people can get damaged too. Like there's yeah. a lot of risks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to bring people up on stage. That's definitely something I love to do. Yeah. What's what's something that you feel, uh, like, I don't know, like either a fan has given you or like a sign they've made or something like that way you've, you've like laughed or you thought it was really funny or weird or, or different? Well, I have, I've gotten some very moving fan mail over the years you know mm-hmm. like uh, I remember I played at a, a, a festival for uh, uh, people with Down syndrome in Oslo in the summer time and it was just the most amazing festival and I got this fan letter from this girl that had seen me there and it was handwritten with with uh, you know 
and I just cherish this. You know, it's it's so beautiful the the love that some people give to you. You know, mm-hmm. that is really sweet. Wow, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. It must be so great, and also to do a concert like that. I mean. Oh, that was that's probably one of the best uh, shows that I've ever played. Like I've never felt so loved. I've never felt so appreciated. It was, it was top ten definitely. Yeah. So um, I guess my kind of final question is sort of what are the plans that you have? You know, what's coming up? You kind of mentioned an EP. You mentioned a music video. I don't know if you can. Give us a little bit of a teaser about anything. Oh, this this music! I'll tell you about this music video. So, in this music video, you will see a sustainably fished halibut, uh, at least forty forty pounds, and it it, it was fished by uh, the assistant council uh, director of of my hometown, and he came and he made a fillet of it uh, in his suit, (laughs) like he made a fillet of the halibut that he caught. For the video, uh, we have a Tempo Corvette from 1971. In the video, it's a little moped. Uh, no, it's a, it's a crazy video. It's a crazy video, but it's really about and it's hard work. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And are you going to be, I mean, I know you're doing some small performances, but is there any chance like now that you know, things are getting a little better? Is there any chance of you traveling or doing any other performances? Yeah, I th- I, I'm going to see how the development is, you know, uh, and see if there's possibilities to go here and there and do some shows. That would be so much fun, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, I hope I hope that we get you back here in America as well to, you know, do something. Me too. And, um, yeah, yeah, that would be fun. But uh, that's all the questions I have. I just want to give you a final chance to uh, plug all like your socials, YouTube, where people can find the music, things like that. Well, uh, you can find my music wherever you listen to music and please uh, buy, download, share. Dirty Money is out now and the, the video is out soon too. And you can find me on Instagram, Queen Ida Maria, Twitter slash Ida Maria, um, Facebook slash Ida Maria and YouTube. I think it's Ida Maria Music. Yeah. So please follow me and have a great uh, time. (laughs) 